My topic of sweat movement is a massive one. I mean, we have our lymphatic system. We have our drainage system to help clear those toxins, which the sauna definitely supports. But you don't have a pump for that. And so if you are sedentary, which, you know, sitting is the new smoking, you're really not pumping and moving those toxins or giving them a way to get out of the body. Welcome to the Wild and Well Collective Podcast, where we believe empowered health is your superpower. We have combined our expertise in medicine and nutrition to bring you the latest research, expert insights, and success stories of people on a mission to live a big life. So buckle up and get ready to learn how to live wildly well. Welcome back to another incredible episode of the Wild and Well Collective Podcast. We are really excited for today's episode because we've had some outstanding guests so far, and a lot of them have brought in very similar themes and trends, which we're hoping you've picked up on, but we really wanted to ground it with some tangible things that you can walk away with. So today we're talking about our 10 biggest things that you can do that are so simple, majority of them are free, that you can implement to really optimize your energy. This isn't just about preventing burnout. This is about living optimally. This is about living wildly well and the little practices that you can do each day or each month or each week to really support that. So Krista, do you want to start us off with our first one? I'm excited about these. And I, you know, it could feel overwhelming when you're thinking, oh my gosh, where do I get started with my health? But I'm here to tell you the top 10 things that Sheree and I have chosen are all things that we participate in. These are all things that we find time amongst busyness to do. So they don't have to be overwhelming, but definitely snag some of these for yourself and start to incorporate them. So I want to start with hydration because I think that it's so underestimated and it's so boring to talk about boring things like hydration (laughs) and water, but our body is primarily made of water. And so we don't drink enough. It is a stress to the body. It can be the source of some of the anxiety that you have, some of the fatigue that you have, some of the inability to lose weight. So all of these things, you have to have these foundations first. So I recommend 90 ounces minimum, 90 ounces of water a day. There are so many containers now that you can find one that excites you. Go buy a container that's you know somewhere between 30 and 45 ounces, and it, it's easy to keep track of. Keep it with you all the time. Make sure it's filtered water. Yes. Add some electrolytes to it. And... but prioritize hydration. That would be number one. Yeah. And for those of you in this side of the world, that's about two to three liters of water a day. (laughs) And definitely second those electrolytes. I can't tell you the difference I've noticed in the past six months adding electrolytes into my water. And I'm not a big caffeine drinker either. So I absolutely love that hydration is the first one we've started with. I'm going to ground us in the second one with grounding. This is another thing that's super underutilized. And because we're so disconnected from nature in our society, I think this is one that, again, ideally we're getting 20 minutes for a full negative ion recharge in the body. But, you know, even getting out there for five to 10 minutes, even grounding for a minute. And you can do this. Like, I don't want to hear the excuse of, I don't have a beach nearby me. I don't have access to, you know, even grass, which I know all around the world, you may not have a, a beautiful backyard that you can go and ground your feet into. You can do this on concrete. You can do this on any kind of earth. And so just spending you know, even if, like I said, it's one minute up to that 20 minutes is going to really recharge your energy, recharge those negative ions in your body, really support you in coming back down to earth too. Because a lot of the time we are very much up in our head, 
we're flying around a million miles an hour. And so adding that grounding into your day is such a simple and effective way. And it often means you'll get outside and get some fresh air too. And on the note of people in the US, it's winter right now. And so I'm going to talk about heat. I'm going to talk about sauna. Sauna really, especially if you can incorporate infrared light inside the sauna, but sauna itself and just sweating is also that comes in at our number three that's going to be sweating where you're getting rid of toxins right you're you're also giving your body a little bit of what we call hormetic stress a little bit of a good stressor to upregulate your cells so sauna can be super important to incorporate two or three times a week yeah which on the topic of sweat what's your number four my topic of sweat movement is a massive one. I mean, we have our lymphatic system. We have our drainage system to help clear those toxins, which the sauna definitely supports. But you don't have a pump for that. And so if you are sedentary, which, you know, sitting is the new smoking, you're really not pumping and moving those toxins or giving them a way to get out of the body. And so movement every single day, even if it's a light walk, it's getting up and moving around. Obviously, you've heard over the past episodes, Kristen and I are huge fans of resistance training, also getting some cardio or HIIT workouts in there every now and again, but even making sure you're getting your steps up. That's been one of my intentions this year because I didn't realize how much I was sitting when I was working with clients. And so getting a minimum of seven and a half, a thousand steps every single day, or at least averaging that over the course of your week. Getting in some movement, like some resistance, especially as females, to optimize our met metabolism, to optimize the energy you're going to get. Like, you never feel bad after a workout. I don't think there's ever been anyone who said, hey, I regret that. And so getting the sweat on, getting your body moving is such a big player to restore your energy. Yeah. I want to talk about micronutrients. So when we talk about micronutrients, we're thinking, what do we extract from our foods, right? Macronutrients would be proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. And then micronutrients are all the rest, all the things that are in there, vitamins, minerals. So if I could recommend people really hone in on certain supplements or really honing in on nutrient-rich foods, it would be getting enough magnesium for number one. And most of our foods do not contain enough. So Adding a micronutrient of magnesium, around 300 milligrams, most people need every day. That's going to help. If you think about micronutrients in terms of they are little worker bees that help us turn the wheel of energy, magnesium is kind of, if, if energy were a bank and ATP were the currency, magnesium is the one handing it out. So it's super important that we have someone handing out the money, right? We have magnesium that hands out the energy. So <laughs> You have this high up there. B vitamins are another, you know, they're water soluble. You really can't overdo it in terms of taking a B vitamin and good B complex, but B vitamins are really pivotal. And then on top of that, I would suggest vitamin D. Most people do, especially in the winter months, need a little bit of a vitamin D boost. Those would be my top three of what I would consider to be really, really important in terms of adding micronutrients and focusing on that with supplementation. Yeah, beautiful. And I, I love that you touched on the fact that we do not get enough of this through our food. Magnesium is my number one non-negotiable for my clients as well. So I think that's awesome. And to continue down the supplement route, we have talked a lot about gut health. And, you know, there's a lot of arguments for and against whether or not you should be taking a probiotic. But I definitely land in the camp of even if it's for maybe a three-month stint, taking a high quality and my personal preference is a spore-based probiotic. I know in the States, you've got access to things like Just Thrive. Over here, we've got Gutsy. And there's also the Microbiome Labs, which, you know, if you remember Karan's episode, that was really beautiful and how we dived into gut health. And it's really just creating with that probiotic the environment 
that your gut needs to thrive, to be able to absorb nutrients, to be able to break down and take the, the things we need from food, to be able to support our energy and not have the brain fog to get through the day, to be able to create those neurotransmitters so you are feeling happy. And a probiotic, if it's doing its job right, is not just going in and repopulating, it's actually really supporting the foundation of the little forest of microorganisms that live inside your body. It rewires your microbiome so that you can actually thrive. Because as Hippocrates said, all disease begins in the gut. We're moving away from disease and to optimal health. Oh yeah, gut health is so pivotal. So I want to talk about light therapy. We are electrical beings. Our heart beats through electricity, our cells, the that, you know, we get nutrients into our cells via electric gradients. And so it stands to reason that we exposure to light and different wavelengths of light, light would affect different things. So in our skincare, I like to use blue light that can really be helpful for acne prone skin. It can be antimicrobial. But in terms of energy, red light therapy, near infrared, infrared, you can get devices, saunas, plates, you know, there's all sorts of ways that you can get that. I know in the States, there's a company that is called Hotworks where people can work out and be exposed to red light therapy during their workouts, get more bang for your buck. So red light therapy is super stimulating to the mitochondria within your cells. So that can help eliminate a lot of things like brain fog, chronic infections, and lack of energy, right? That really does help support mitochondria. And outside of having a device, just being out in the sun more often, Having it done in your eyes first thing in the day is really going to help balance out circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. So it's going to help you throughout your day to kind of balance out when your body is like, hey, we're awake, we need energy, right? So the wavelength of the sun, seeing the sun set can also give you some of that red light, that those waves to kind of also help to reset your circadian rhythm. So there's a lot of power in light and paying attention to that. So that's an easy way. We all have access to the sun, right? Yeah, oh, 100%. I love that. I've also been trying to use it to get my vitamin D, especially because it's summer over here. Daily dose, as I like to call it. So to talk, continue about talking about your circadian rhythm, sleep. And I know you're probably like going to roll your eyes when you hear that as one of the things, but it is the foundation for your health. If you aren't getting enough sleep, every single physiological function in your body is impacted. If you're getting enough, everything is physiologically impacted in a positive way. So just pause, like if there was a pill you could take every single day to make sure that you were functioning at an optimal level, you had the energy you needed, you felt incredible, your cells could do what they needed to do, you would make healthy choices with your food, you would take it. So why are we neglecting sleep, right? Seven to nine hours, find your magic spot. For me, it's seven and a half. I feel really replenished with that. But if you aren't prioritizing that, and again, trying to get to sleep before midnight, those hours before midnight are worth double the hours afterwards, you're going to feel so drained, so depleted when you're depriving yourself of the foundational thing that we need to survive. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. As we all know that when kids don't get enough sleep, I mean, we're, we know like you've got to get sleep to grow. You've got to get. So it's like we know this truth. But the fact of the matter is we're never too old to need the quality sleep. That's when we push our hormones out. That's, yeah, I love it. Like sleep, we could go on for hours. And, you know, I think one thing that we can wrap this up with that is, might be the top the top winner here is stress management because we don't even sleep well. We're not managing our stress during the day, right? So 
you know, if you're waking up in the middle of the night, oftentimes it's because stress and cortisol is so high during the day that you it really doesn't fall the way that it should during your sleeping hours. And so, you know, I want to talk about stress um, as our next to last hot topic. Number nine comes in at stress because if you don't manage it well, it you're going to see some physical symptoms. And so ways to manage it that are super easy, meditation and breath work. So meditation does not have to be complicated. You can use apps on your phone. You can also just put on a very calming song music to kind of just focus on that, right? Just focus on something in the present moment. That is meditation. So it does not have to be complicated. But what it does is it helps clear your mind, help you help your body calm down. And then breath work doesn't have to be complicated either. My favorite breath work practice is box breathing, where you breathe in for a count of four, you hold that for a count of four, breathe out for a count of long four, hold it for a count of four. So you really only have to remember four But what that does is it helps you meditate on the counting and it physiologically slows everything down and focus on taking really deep breaths, like all the way down, filling your belly. And if you do that a couple of times a day, you're going to start to get in that practice of calming the body down, calming the brain down. And that's going to lead to better health overall. A hundred percent. I've even noticed when I've combined the breath work with the meditation, your mind clears so much easier. So if you're someone like, oh, meditation feels a little bit scary, just sitting there doing box breathing is actually very meditative. And it doesn't have to be like that intense breath work. There's been a lot of hype around all the fast breathing and the rapid breathing. It's like even diaphragmatic breathing all the way down to your belly counts as breath work. So remove some of the, the stigma or the feel that it needs to be stressful and use that to really regulate your nervous system, which is a real buzz trend at the moment. <laughs> So to round us out with the final one, it's the one that I think, I don't know about you, Krista, but a lot of my clients have the most resistance to is cold therapy in some way, shape or form with this is whether you are finishing your shower off with 30 seconds or even a minute of cold water running over your body, you know, over the specific lymph nodes, if you can, underneath the armpits, around the back of the kidneys, all that sort of thing. Um, or if you if you have accessibility, going and doing a cold plunge, you know, at least once a week, this really supports your energy, it supports your mental clarity, and it also really supports that brown fat for, to be developing as well, which is really going to re-energize that mitochondrial health that's really going to support your body in, in reinvigorating it yourself. I mean, I know straight after I've had a cold shower, I feel like I've got a whole new lease on life. <laughs> so it can, again, be super simple even just 30 seconds a couple times a day. If you're showering a couple times a day, just add it on to the end and that will also improve your immune system function. So you've got 10 things, majority of them are free or relatively cheap that you can get out there and do right away. And maybe you just pick one, pick one and start with it, layer on the next, layer on the next, layer on the next. And by the next three months, you're going to be absolutely thriving with your energy. Yep. Hope these tips help. Like I said, you and I both incorporate a lot of these so they don't have to be time consuming. They just have to become habits. And so exactly one step at a time, you'll get there. If you love this episode, be sure to leave us a review, download and subscribe. If you know someone that could also benefit from this conversation, please share. That's how we spread empowered health. We'll see you again for another episode of the Wild and Wild Collective.